So we are going, we're in 1 Timothy. So if you can turn there, 1 Timothy, uh, flip there. If you need a Bible, there, you, this, I guess I gotta stay here. If you need a Bible, there's Bibles right up here. You can just come up and, and grab one. So Anton, maybe get a few. Who needs, who needs a Bible? Can you show hands who need a Bible? All right, so Anton, get about five of them. All right, and hand them out. All right, if you have your Bible or your electronic device, flip to, turn to, uh, touch, First Timothy uh, chapter 1. And we're going to be uh, looking at verses 12 through 16. Now, I know some of you are going to be like, well, not, I don't know. Who, who was all out at the youth service last week, Friday? One, two, three, four, five. Okay? So only five of you were out at the youth service. Okay. Youth service. Oh, oh, that. Yeah, that thing. That thing. That thing we do every third Friday. Right? Okay. So for those who are out, you, you're probably going to be... You're probably going to be like, hey, didn't we, didn't we do this before? You know, didn't we go over this before? And yes, we did. So it's not, it's not like a surprise thing, but uh, we're going to look at a different aspect of it. Danya, what's, what's the issue? What's the issue, guys? What are you guys, what's the... All right. All right, so, okay, just give her, give her a space. Just, just stay up here, all right? All right, so... We're gonna look at this slightly differently. So, and sorry guys, but we're gonna we're gonna read verses 13 and 14 first, and then we'll read verse 12 and 15 and 16, and and I'll explain why. But let's I'm just gonna read it through, and then um, open this up in a word of prayer. So starting with actually verse 13. Even though I used to blaspheme the name of Christ, in my insolence I persecuted his people, but God had mercy on me because I did it in ignorance and unbelief. Verse 14, Oh, how generous and gracious our Lord was. He filled me with the faith and love that come from Christ Jesus. Now verse 12, I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who has given me strength to do his work. He considered me trustworthy and appointed me to serve him. 15 and 16, This is a trustworthy saying. And everyone should accept it. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. And I am the worst of them all. But God had mercy on me so that Christ Jesus could use me as a prime example of his great patience with even the worst sinners. Then others will realize that they too can believe in him and receive eternal life. Let's pray. Father, Lord, thank you for this night. Uh, thank you, Lord, that uh, we were able to uh, sing songs, joy to the world, uh, oh, holy night. Uh, thank you, Lord, that uh, this is a season that we celebrate and rejoice in your incredible gift to us, uh, your son, Jesus Christ. And so we are uh, extremely uh, thankful, and some of us are uh, perhaps even eternally uh, thankful for such a great gift. And so as we look at this text, uh, I just pray, Lord, that we would um, 
reflect on the fact that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, uh, such as we were. And, and I just pray that you just speak through me clearly, pray that your word will go forth um, clearly and that um, our hearts will be impacted by what you have to say to us tonight. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, we're going to look at verse 13. Starting off with verse 13. And, and like I said, you know, the, the title, you know, for this uh, message is Christ Jesus came into word to save sinners. And really the focus is going to be on what is your testimony? And I was really, uh, I guess I could say spurred on to do this uh, because of the rally we had last Sunday. And just because, you know, we had like three people that shared their testimonies. Thaddeus was one of them. And, and as a believer, your testimony is such a, a special critical tool in your life. You know, it's an incredible evangelical tool because you are a living physical evidence of the working of the Holy Spirit through the gospel of Christ. You know, you are a living testimony in that sense of what God did in your life to change you from what you were before and who was continually uh, working in you, you know, uh, uh, towards the person that he wants you to become. And and so it just, for me, it, it, you know, it's like, you know what, this can be something I, I will definitely like to share uh, with you guys tonight. And so so that's the that's the, the theme focus. What is your testimony as a believer? If you're, you know, for the believers in this room, what is your testimony? We're going to have a little glimpse of Paul's te- testimony here, just a, a snapshot. Uh, and hopefully we, we can learn something about Paul's testimony, learn how it can be impactful to others who may not know Christ, um, and how even us as believers can, can live victoriously despite our uh, past. Okay, so let's look at verse 13 first. Verse 13, Paul says, even though I used to blaspheme the name of Christ, right? And what is, what is blaspheme? What is blasphemy? What is, what's that? Huh? It's to speak how about God? Speak poorly. What's some other words? To what? That's a, yeah, that's definitely a part of it, yeah. I hear, I'm hearing something, but I'm not hearing it. Okay, contempt should speak, right? To defame, degrade uh, 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 God's uh, name. All right, so he said, even though I used to blaspheme the name of Christ, in my insolence, I persecuted his people, right? So sometimes, sometimes our past can be our greatest enemy and obstacle and experiencing the future that God has for us. And and what I mean by that sometimes, and I don't know how you guys were, I mean, particularly those who place faith in Christ, you know, how your process was. But like for me, I would think, oh man, you know, I don't know. I mean, I know it's really good. And my parents told me that, you know, this is the best decision I could make. But, you know, I don't know if I'm ready yet because the things I used to do, um, some things, you know, I just still struggle with. I just, 
I don't know if God wants me. You know, does, does he really want Michelot? Because I'm really all messed up. And things I think about are just, I know, you know, it's not going to be pleasing to him. And, 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 and many times we allow, uh, you know, our past, our faults, our shortcomings to be an obstacle uh, in experiencing Christ. And, and a lot of times the enemy will use that against us and be like, Shh, you know, but you, you know, God doesn't want to use you. You know, like, look at you. You're all jacked up. Like, what is he going to do with you? Um, and, and that's a lie, you know, because God has great plans uh, uh, for us. And he desires us to come to him uh, and to respond to his grace and his mercy through his son so that we can experience the plans that he has for us. Um, and so, you know, Paul confessed that he blasphemed in the name of Christ. He confessed that he persecuted his people. And in Acts, I'll turn there. Um, you don't necessarily need to. Um, in Acts 26, we actually see Paul giving his, uh, giving, you know, a little, uh, testimony, uh, of his defense and the things that he used to do. And in Acts 26, verses 10 through 11, it says, Indeed, I did just that in Jerusalem. Authorized by the leading priests, I caused many believers there to be sent to prison. And I, this is Paul speaking, cast my vote against them when they were condemned to death. Verse 11, many times I, Paul, Paul said, had them punished in the synagogues to get them to curse Jesus. I was so violently opposed to them that I even chased them down in foreign cities. All right? So, you know, Paul, you know, was enthusiastic in persecuting the followers of Christ. All right. Um, and so in verse 13, when he says he blasphemed in the name of Christ and his insolence, he persecuted his people. And then second part of that, he said, um, but God had mercy on me because I did it in ignorance and unbelief. So although Paul sinned against God, you know, and we've all sinned against God. Although Paul was an enemy of God before his conversion, and we who are believers now, we were all once enemies, all right, before we accepted Christ. So despite his behavior and his outlook, God still showed Paul mercy. And despite the things that we did, those who are believers in here, God still, we have experienced God's mercy. And God is ready to show you in here who have yet to place faith in Christ, who have yet to accept Him as your Lord and personal Savior. You know, God is ready to show you uh, mercy if you would respond to uh, the message of the gospel of Christ. So Paul acted out in ignorance and unbelief. Now, many of us don't have this luxury, right? Because we live in the Bahamas, right? That is also stamped as the what? The... <laughs> True, but like in religious terms, right? We're, we're what people like to say about the Bahamas: we are a Christian nation. Hallelujah! Right, right. Check you out, Pentecostal over there, right? And and you know, and I and I can I can clearly and firmly say that we are not a so much a Christian nation as much as we can be very religious, and there's a complete. Uh, uh, difference in that, and we're not gonna debate that right now. But many of you don't have the luxury of ignorance, right? 
Because whether it's here at youth group or for those who come here at Calvary Bible Church, you know, you've been exposed to the truth. All right. So so you know what the truth of God's word is. But perhaps you truly just don't fully understand, you know, Christian theology. And so you have some doubts there because you don't quite understand it fully. And there's a lot of things about Christian theology that even when you've become a Christian for many years, there's still some things that you may not understand. But nonetheless, God still desires to show you mercy if you would accept the message of the gospel uh, of his son, Jesus Christ. Verse 14 says, Oh, how Paul saying, Oh, how generous and gracious our Lord was. He filled me with the faith and love that come from Christ Jesus. We know that God is just and he is holy, right? right? Can God tolerate sin? No, Does, right? No, no, he can't tolerate sin, right? Okay, can he tolerate darkness? Can he like be like, oh, I mean, no, right? All right, he's just and he's and he's holy, all right? God is also equally merciful and gracious at the same time, uh, and that's why Paul Paul was so elated because he said, you know, essentially saying without God's grace, you know, I would be eternally separated from Him. All right, because he was on a different path. He was not on a path towards Christ. He was on a path directly opposed. Uh, of Christ. And, and we see this in, 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 in verse 9, um, because before he had this enlightenment, before he had this conversion experience, you know, he thought he was doing the right thing. You know, he thought persecuting the followers of Christ was the right thing. He was zealous about that. You know, and we see in verse 11 of Acts 26, you know, he went even to foreign countries after these followers of Christ. And in verse 9, we see why he said, I used to believe, in Acts 26, verse 9, he said, I used to believe that I ought to do everything I could to oppose the very name of Jesus the Nazarene. Um, and I think that's why for us in here who are believers, and I know a lot of you are young, you're like, oh man, that's really way too much for me. Um, just for you, as you grow in your faith and as you read the word and and, and you look at, you know, uh, what we refer to as, you know, the Great Commission. The importance of the believer making disciples, you know, and, and the importance of that is exposing them to the truth. You know, because many people may believe that they know something or they're following something and it's completely opposed to the gospel of Christ. And unless we as believers, you know, we live out that testimony or we share that testimony, we reach out, evangelize, Purpose in, in, in disciple, uh, 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 discipleship. Many people will go on a life, on a path, completely opposed to Christ, not even knowing sometimes, thinking, hey, you know, I'm being good. I'm doing a good thing. I'm living all right. You know, I'll be in heaven. And they won't. So that's incredibly important. And again, that's, you know, Paul was just so elated. You know, he's, you know, he said, acted out in ignorance and unbelief. Um, uh, yeah, God was, how generous and gracious God was. He filled me with faith and love that come from Christ Jesus. So we know that only through Christ can newfound faith be experienced, and only through Christ can everlasting love be attained. And 
in verse 12, we see how Paul is sharing how he was used by God, how he was assigned to serve the Lord. Uh, and, and this is why he's so thankful. In verse 12, we read, going back to First uh, Timothy, verse 12, it says, I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has given me strength to do his work. He considered me trustworthy and appointed me to serve him. Right? How do you think some of the people who Paul, who many of them knew as Saul, felt when they saw him, like, you know, preaching the word, you know? What do you think went through some of their minds, them seeing Paul, knowing his history, right, whether personally or by uh, others telling them, you know, all the stories about this persecutor of, of believers. What do you think, how do you, what do you think about some of their thoughts? If you could, Lord, he's gone crazy? Okay, why? Okay. Okay. Any other any other thoughts? They were in shock. They were in shock. Why? 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 Why, why would they be in shock? Okay. So you're in shock. I I think I saw a hand back. You know, I didn't. All right. Okay. Um. Do you think it was easy for the people to trust them? No. Okay. Why do you think the people, especially in this early stage, was maybe, you know, afraid or, or didn't trust them? What? What? Okay, maybe it's like this elaborate scheme to pull him out, okay. Alright, because it all goes back to what his, his past, right? The things that um, he, he used to do. Um, and I bring that back up again just so that, you know, for those of you who are believers and you're like, man, I, you know, my testimony, I don't know if I can share my testimony because uh, all the things I used to do, and then people are gonna hear those things, and 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 they're gonna hold it against me, and and you know, and that's just you know, I don't want them to know that because I don't want them to look at me and be like, oh man, that's what you used to do, you know? I mean, like, used to smoke dope, used to sleep around, used to sell drugs, used to you know, do all these stuff, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, I just want them to know, you know, good, cool, Michelle. I don't want them to know all those other things because they're going to see me in a different light and they may not trust me anymore. Um, but your testimony, like I said before, can be an incredible tool because right here we see Paul. Paul who wrote 13 books, you know, uh, you know, under the, uh, you know, uh, direction and leading of the Holy Spirit used to, to write 13 books. One who persecuted Christians, one who you know, as he said, uh, in, in, in the ending part of verse 10, you know, even voted against them to the point of death. And this guy wrote, you know, he's been used to write 13 books. And that's incredible. So your testimony can be, like I said, a life-changing uh, uh, impact and experience for someone who does not know Christ. And, and this is 
I think, you know, one of the heartbeats behind this passage, because despite our mistakes, despite uh, our past, despite the struggles that we still have, God can redeem us through Christ. And for those who have been redeemed, you know, you live in that, that victory that, that you have through Christ over your past. And those who have yet to come to Christ, who have yet to respond to this incredible gift, um, realize that you can be redeemed. And because this is why Christ came into the world, as we close in verse 15 and verse 16, uh, Paul says, this is a trustworthy saying, and everyone should accept it, okay? And those who are here at, at the youth service, we all know what trustworthy, you know, the heart of that word means, the reliable, dependable, something that you can respond to. This is a trustworthy saying, and everyone should accept it. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, okay? And, and who, and who, and who, and who are sinners? I mean, typically people who do not know who's sinning against God. Okay. Jesus, uh, this is a trustworthy saying that everyone that should accept, uh, accept it. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, whom we all were. And I am the worst of them all. But God had mercy. But God had mercy on me so that Christ Jesus could use me as a prime example, right? of his great patience with even the worst sinner, then others would realize that they too can believe in him and receive eternal life. So my charge to you guys and you know, who are believers in Christ, to be an example. Be an example to those who have yet placed faith in Christ. Because you never know how your testimony can be an impact to someone's life. Uh, for eternity, and don't be ashamed of your testimony. You know, don't 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 even don't either feel like oh, it's you know, it's really not that great. You know, you know, I didn't do drugs. You know, I didn't sleep around. You know, I you know, I grew up in a Christian home, and you know, I just was I grew up around Christianity, and and I knew that this was the best decision I needed to make, and and I made it. You know, uh, don't feel like your testimony is like oh, it's not impactful. It is, because we still have struggles each and every day, right? Like, I was one of them who thought that, you know, my, my, my testimony is, like, rather weak. You know what I mean? I hear about people who's being gangs, people who do drugs, people who got shot at and all this stuff, and, and then they came to Christ, and I'm like, man, that's an awesome testimony, you know? Like, my testimony is, like, boring. And I just grew up in a Christian home. Both parents were Christian. You know, they continuously evangelized to us. Even after we became Christians, they were still evangelizing to us, you know, and I'm like, Mom, Dad, I'm saved, you know, I accepted Christ, you know, and they were still, you know, it's like, you know, I am saved, you know. Um, but, you know, I just felt, but the thing is, I still have struggles, you know, and so, and so, and so I share that. I share that, um, you know, it's an incredible experience knowing that I've been saved, but the, the thing is, Christ is still working in me. He's still working in me. Uh, 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 to, to, to make me become the, the man of God that he wants me to become as I battle against, with the power of the Holy Spirit, against the struggles that um, I still have, you know? So, so make sure to uh, share your testimony. What is your testimony? Because, and we close with this, so that others will realize, as we see in verse 16, that they too can believe in him and receive eternal life. Amen?
Amen. Amen. So let's uh, close in prayer and then we'll go into our uh, small groups. Father, Lord, thank you for your your word today. And, and Father, I just thank you that as much as you are a God who is just and holy and righteous, uh, uh, one who uh, uh, cannot tolerate sin, you are equally loving, uh, merciful, and gracious. And and it's to your, your, your unconditional love that we have been able to experience uh, your incredible gift to us, your son. Come to earth, dying for our pain, dying uh, as a payment for our sins on the cross, uh, raising again so that we who place faith in him may have uh, power over sin and death and also uh, the free gift of eternal life and, and a newness of life uh, through him. And so... I thank you, Lord, for that, and I thank you, Lord, that you continue to work in our lives. And, and I pray, Lord, for believers in here that they will share their testimony to expose people to the life-changing experience that they had um, through your son. Uh, and hopefully those who hear would uh, be so encouraged that they, too, would um, turn to you and, and accept your son as well. And for those who are in here who may have not done so yet and, and they just don't know what this testimony talk is all about or don't feel quite ready, I just pray that you would just help them, um, help them see that, you know, no better decision they could make, uh, than coming to you and help them see that you are a loving God and you will accept them as they are. Uh, because it's only through you that they can be changed and transformed into who you want them to be. So thank you, Lord, for this. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.